this Merchant of Magic podcast. I am joined here today with Mark Elsden. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Mark. Hello. <laughs> uh, so I've got Mark in today because at Merchant of Magic, we are about to release a new product of his called Limelight. Now, I'm actually quite uh, unaware of this as it stands, so I'm interested in finding out a lot more about it from Mark. So let's just ask you, Mark, what, what is Limelight? Well, it's, um, it's a massively interactive uh, routine, originally designed for close-up, although it does work well in cabaret for a large performance. Uh, it's effectively a, a multi-phase card trick, which makes an absolute star of one of the people who's helping you. So uh, I, I always pick a girl to help me for the trick. She becomes like uh, the absolute focus of the, of the performance. She's a star of the show. Um, and it's a card routine, so cards are, are, are chosen, cards are thought of, uh, and she is able to find them and name them. Um, and uh, you give her like 30 seconds worth of instruction so she's, she, she doesn't have to have any skills at all and in fact the great thing is there's virtually zero sleight of hand for the performer as well it's a, it's okay. a virtually sleight free effect um, and uh, as I say that it's really interesting because you kind of develop an us and them mentality it's, it's you and the girl against all her friends okay, yeah. and, so, um, she, and they really revel in the attention and uh, it's amazing to see this person doing magic. They know this girl does no magic. She's their friend. And yet she's publishing these incredible miracles. Um, and the best thing of all is she doesn't know how it's done. Ah, that's nice. Yes. She has no idea. No. <laughs> so she's just doing magic? Yes. That's so in, in the first phase, for example, someone picks a card, it goes back, you shuffle them up, you give her the deck, she performs an action with the deck, and the deck goes on the table. You now ask for the name of the cards, which is the five of clubs. You turn over the top card, and it's the five of clubs. But she knew nothing about the five of clubs. The, the fact that the top card is on top of the deck bears no relation to what she did with the deck. Sure. So she's like, what? I found the five of clubs. And I, <laughs> I don't even know, I don't know anything about the five of clubs. <laughs> um, and so that is the future of it all the way through. So at the end, uh, and I find that the, the, the person who helps you there, the girl who helps me, um, she, she doesn't want to reveal anything. She's loving being the centre of attention and having a secret her friends don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, but even if someone were to really press her and go, listen, come on, I've got to know. Her, her honest answer is, I don't really I know. Yeah, don't I know. really don't know. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool because I, I remember I went to see uh, Copperfield, and he did. Uh, he vanished my mum on stage. Right. And uh, and he said, "You got three explanations. Say it's all mirrors. Uh, say that you just zap there. Right. Or say that you have no idea. And those were the explanations that he said to my mum to say. So that's uh, great. So I like. I, I've always thought about things like that, using the spectator as. The, the vehicle for the magic sure. and having them have no idea about it so that's really cool I like that um, so where would you you say this is designed for close up but you can do it parlour or stage yeah well? so I mean stage it depends on, on the size of the audience um, so I know people using it parlour though and, and cabaret um, I primarily perform it close up so it's great if you're in a, doing a gig in a bar and there's a group of people who know each other or a wedding even at work um, but it's a kind of a it's a, it's a pandemonium pandemonium creating trick. So it was not things to do at every table. It's a thing to save for the last table at the end of the night, a or the top table, or the people who book you, or something like that. Big explosion. It's a big explosion. It creates absolute havoc, uh, and there's nothing can follow it. Um, I mean, it's a right. crazy thing for me to make this bold claim, but um, <laughs> I, I would happily, uh, ridiculously perhaps, but I would I would follow Williamson and Tamara's at a gig with this trick. And know that the audience would go, man, the chunky guy at the end, he was the best one. Um, it, 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 and, and not because I'm the best performer by any means, obviously, but it's just that the, the way the routine is structured 
Um, it creates absolute mayhem, and everyone buys into it. And uh, the girls loving it. The people, their mate, her friends are saying, "Come on, what's going on?" She's, <laughs> she's going Mm-mm, and like zipping her mouth shut, and just won't tell them. And uh, it just it's really good. That's cool. So the, the 30 seconds of instruction, is that just a, a quiet, whispery thing that you do? So you take her to one side and you teach her to do one thing with the deck, um, and then you tell her something else. Um, so it's, it's very brief. Uh, she doesn't have to have any experience handling cards. Um, it's very simple. Uh, and there's, there's virtually nothing for her to remember. And there's a few cue points during the routine as well, so that you can help her. Um, it's a five-phase routine normally, uh, and I prefer to do the four or five phases. It's designed to, to work superbly well that way, but it is quite modular, so you, you know it's a big ask to learn five whole phases of a trick and go out and do it. You can just learn the first phase and use that first of all. Oh, Once okay. you get comfortable with that, you add the second one, uh, uh, and so on. So you can learn it modularly. That's and, nice. But you can also perform it modularly. So you know, if you haven't got much time but you really want to do it, you could condense it to the first, second, and final phase. And the final phase is in ACAN, by the way. So um, a card is selected while uh, uh, the deck is out of your hands, goes back in the deck, uh, you shuffle them up and you put them onto someone else's hand, you never touch the deck again. You ask the girl uh, who's helping you to pick a number, so she says, yes, I've got, you said it's 52 cards of the deck, so think of a number, she says, yes, I've got one, and you say, listen, change your mind. Don't, the number you thought of now, just change your mind to think of a different one, okay? She says, okay, so uh, you check, yes, you change it, okay? And you, you say to her, in front of her friends, and be honest, I didn't say to you, I didn't just say to you, think, say 12 or anything, you have just changed your mind, yes? And you can confirm that I, there's no way I could know the number you're thinking of right now, or your friends. And she says, that's true. And it is true. Right. And so you say, okay, fine, what number do you want? So she says, um, a 35. And you go, great. And you say to the person who picked the card, what, what's your card? He says, the Ace of Diamonds. He picks up the deck himself. You haven't touched it. He counts down to the 35th card, and it is the Ace of Diamonds. That's pretty special. Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I, know, I know magicians love ACAD, yes. but, but I think... A good A can perform well is a mystery a person will remember for the rest of their life. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, uh, and and I must be honest, it's a it, it, in the context of limelight, it's it's the perfect ending. Uh, I'm not sure, so I don't want anyone to be misled. I'm not sure you could just take this version of A can on its own sure. and withdraw it from the limelight scenario, and it would be as strong. It's right. strong because of what's gone on previously with a girl. Okay. Um, and so it's a cumulative effect, and that's why I say it causes pandemonium. So, sure, you know, after sure. the first bit, they're like, what's going on here? And then the second thing, they're like, wait a minute. And then <laughs> I have phases three and four. Particularly, there's a phase where she reads someone's mind directly. Very often, the girl I use is buying into it. Like, she becomes a little performer at this time. And so <clears throat> I'm saying, you know, so did you think, do you think you thought of a red one or a black one? She goes, oh, just look at me. You know, <laughs> she, she starts modeling how she's seen magic done on TV by sure. Darren or other mind readers or whatever. And she goes, look at me. Oh, it's a black one. She makes it dramatic. That's without any. Uh, any prompting from me, yeah, yeah, she, oh, yeah. She, and uh, it's great to see that. And uh, and her friends get even more confused, like, what is going on? <laughs> it's um, it, you know, I, it's like, that I like the sound of this. This is uh, like you say, it sounds like one of those routines that you do just for the explosion of it, yeah. You know, it's, uh, but um, so how is this, how is this going to be released? So well, um, it's, so it's a it's a it's a booklet and and uh, and a download, a, a PDF and a um, and a booklet. Um, they're separate. Oh, they're separate. It's the so same. It's the same. You buy the download one, or buy you one, buy yeah. the book. Some people okay. like to have a, a booklet on their shelves yeah, uh, and, and, and own the physical property. Other people can't be wait for, bothered waiting for the post, or they live <laughs> far away or whatever, and they'd rather have the download now. Sure. So. Um, yeah, so and so you guys have got stock of it immediately. Um, Great. And uh, so, you know, it's got a lot of good reviews and everything as well. So a few people have yeah, seen it. Yeah, looking at some reviews. reviews You've you got some good, good names on there. Yeah. You know, like Jean-Jacques Saint-Vert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so I know he's using it, and he, uh, in his opinion, um, uh, he said to me it's the, it's the best spectator interaction routine of all time. 
Now, I don't know if I'd go that far. Having, <laughs> but you'd say you have, followed having, having bragged that I'd followed Tamarin Williams. <laughs> but, I, mean, but, uh, I know from personal experience it is very, very strong. Um, and uh, it's something I, I, I've been, you know, creators always say this, or often say this, oh, I've been working on this for 20 years, and you know they just thought it up three weeks ago. Sure. And so, and some of the trips I put out, I thought of six months ago and they came out last month, mm-hmm. or some of the things I have been working on for a couple of years because it took me that long to find a solution. This is a thing I genuinely worked on for a long time. And I detail in the book, uh, in the booklet, where, where it, you know, the origins of it, the genesis of it, how it went from there, how long I spent working on it. Uh, not that, that any of that matters to the routine. All you need to know is any, any deck of cards... Um, and uh, very, very minimal sleight of hand, if any, really, uh, and then um, a group. That's it, you're good to go. Okay, so uh, I don't think I'll be exposing anything here, but I, I imagine you probably can't go into this from a, sh- a borrowed shuffled deck. As long as you had, uh, as long as you had the ten, ten seconds with a deck, you'd be fine. Oh right, maybe oh, okay. five seconds with a deck. I mean, I, I wouldn't. Uh, oh, okay. The thing is, the kind of environments I perform it in, uh, there's never anyone there with a deck. But sure. But you could do it. Yeah. Right. So you, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's uh, not. Uh, it's not a fake deck. Question for magicians. It's a, yeah. It's a re- it's a regular deck that you would need five seconds with, and you're done. Oh, okay, that's great because there's a there's a trick that I perform a bit like this. It's a bit of a showstopper. Right. You know, you only do it once. It's called up the ante. Right. Uh, and it's and it's. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic trick, but the setup is a, is a whole deck. Yes. And you just cannot. You know, you got to set it up and you can't get a deck or, or and just do it on the fly you sure. take you a few minutes ah uh, no this is literally five seconds and you and, and you're good to go okay that's so you crazy. don't need to set up a full deck uh, the deck is shuffled before you begin um, okay and the deck could be given away at the end I mean there's nothing you know going on with it yeah just a regular deck so oh man I'm scratching my head now I'm just thinking about this but I've got to interview you so <laughs> I've got to carry on asking questions <laughs> so um, how long would you say the performance lasts well can it just be eked out as long as you like, or? Yeah, it, it's normally because it's five phases, and so you're looking about a minute or a minute and a half of phase. But you, you take the deal to one side for twenty seconds, and then there's a lot of laughs. So you're not just like one phase into the next because people are saying what's going on, and there's laughter, and everyone's. Can I? Ch-? Sometimes people can I check the deck, or, or and you go yeah yeah fine, and um. Uh, and then, uh, and there's a bit where in the second phase, uh, I close, I look away, and I get the girl to close her eyes, and so I make it a bit, you know, dramatic. So yeah. anywhere between four and eight, five, four, five, eight minutes uh, okay. is, is, is as long as it plays. If you wanted to do it a bit snappy, you could. And as I say, it's quite customizable. So I do it as if the spectator's becoming the star, and, and that's what it's designed for. But if you were a mentalist and that kind of doesn't fit in with your your performance style, you could do it as a thought transference thing. So you okay. could get her to close her eyes each time. I'm going to send her the I'm thing to do. To yeah, so okay. you could change that. You could change it up a little bit. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. For me personally, I like to do all five phases. I always do all five phases. Okay. Um, and it's you know four, five, six, seven, eight. I suppose once you know them, you know the next phase is going to kick them even harder. Yeah, absolutely. So you don't want to leave it out. That's true. Absolutely true. <laughs> So um, I, I read that you say in the book that it has all the handling, all the scripts and psychology that you teach as well. So. Yeah, so I talk about how to pick the exact, the, the correct type of person. Now, obviously, ah. picking picking people to participate with you in a show or in this kind of thing, a lot of that is down to experience as a performer and, and, sure. and what have you. But there are certain big yeses and nos. So I talk about the kind of person to pick. I talk about the best way to give them the instruction to make it seem like it's all about them having fun and all about them getting their glory sure. without them having to worry about. And I say, look, I'll be guiding you every step of the way. And so they're very reassured that there's no pressure on them. Yeah. It's just fun. And as soon as the first phase, which is over in about 
15 seconds once you come back to the group happens they're like man this is easy I, I, <laughs> and everyone is thinking I'm doing it so they buy into it straight away okay, that's um, so, and I talk about the psychology of, of, of keeping like an us and them dynamic where the girl's on your team and it's you two against her which is quite the opposite of a lot of magic where it's designed to be inclusive like you're one of them this yeah. is a, this, I'm building a wall here because I want her to be the star yeah, of course, um, of course. And so uh, it's a it's a great dynamic. So yeah, and I talk about and the scripting is very specific as well. But again, you know, you don't have to parrot my words. Yeah. But you okay. need to know why I'm saying what I'm saying. So if you want to change it up a little bit and put it in your own cadence you and know style, how, what you, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. You, you need to know what I'm what you know the points I'm getting across each time. I so imagine. okay, so it's not like psychological forces where you need very detailed. There's none of that. No, I mean this. This is it's great. It will work for mentalists, no problem. But at, at its heart, it's a killer close-up card magic trick. Okay. You know, so there's no deep psychology in terms of the control of people's attention uh, or this, that, the other. And what I like about this as well is she's openly her assistant. There's, there's, um, you know, the problem with a lot, and I talk about this in the book, but the problem with a lot of dual reality is that it's great and uh, impressive to the audience, but the person on whom you're doing this dual reality thing is massively unimpressed. Yeah. yeah, and that's where a lot of dual reality tricks fall down is that the person that is, is, is kind of in on it with you is nowhere near as impressed as they should be you know, for what's happened yeah. but, but in this the, 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 there isn't a dual reality because you're openly telling everyone she's going to be my assistant and I'm going to tell her exactly what to do to help me yeah. so she's an open assistant an open helper yeah. so there's, you know, there's no um, and as I say because she's getting the glory for it uh, you know, it's a different dynamic entirely. I think that's great because because she doesn't know how it works as well. Then her her reactions are going to be like she's experiencing magic. Yes, you know, which is great. This like you say about about some dual reality leaving that person on stage. Not that person should be running about like jumping off the ceiling, yes. like freaking out, and then and, then, and, and they're not. not. You know, it's it's like when you see badly done pre show or something yeah, like yeah, that. It's absolutely. too perfect, and it just doesn't have that impact it should have. Sure, which is great. Okay, so this is this is available now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, it, I mean, it's been it's been available from me for a little while, and uh, it, but it's had a very low key, very limited release, um, and uh, you know, I have big plans for its future, um, and um, so uh, having spoken to you guys, mm. um, Dominic said, oh, "I've heard about this. It sounds fantastic. Can we get it in stock?" I went, "Yep, good." So um, uh, it's in stock now, I believe. Great, great. So, well, thank you very much for having a chat. This is, once again, Mark Elston, the creator of many, 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 many different products, but this one that we're talking about today is Limelight. So, say goodbye, Mark. Cheers, uh, thank you, and goodbye, and great coffee, by the way. Do you have any final points you want to say? Anything else? Yeah, I don't think so, really. I think we've covered it. Um, you know, eminently practical, easy to do, lots of fun. I'm kind of like wrapping this up because I want to find out like what how it works. <laughs> <You're on. laughs> All right, well, thanks very much, Mark. Uh, this has been another podcast for the Merchant of Magic. I've been Ben Williams, and this has been about limelight.